0: this podcast is part of the faking fandom media network. Head to fakingstarwars.net/podcasts for more hilarious shows about geek culture topics. Teeb I'm just I'm just laying on the, the floor exasperated, exhausted, throbbing. Um, still. I feel like I've been asked to run a marathon and then go to like a full course buffet and stuff my big fat mask with food and just there's no room in the esophagus. Like, nothing left, Teeb. Um, well, that's
1: just a good thing that it's the end it's the last episode, that there's nothing left because you've yeah. given everything. You've actually given 100%. You are literally going to die right after the, well, you gotta you gotta hang in there until after Friday, after tomorrow. because yeah. we, we got the big spaces.
0: That's right. Yeah, there's so much there's so much going on with this episode. We have so much we're gonna talk about today. I'm so happy that you're here. Um, as always, you've been a loyal supporter of Fetfellas in its instantiation. I mean, I don't wanna I don't wanna f- um, rub you too much here, but you have been just a joy, you know, to work with. You've been you've been the fennec to my Boba. So
1: I'm the one that gets everything done is what you're basically saying. Essentially, yes. Without you, you just sit there and you don't make any decisions <laughs> nope. and I gotta do all the dirty work. It's, it's actually very accurate.
0: i I basically just sit here and uh, say, you know, this is my city, even though I've never lived here, and please, I am so loyal to this city. Um, and I the city lose. of people that is
1: literally trying to kill you, sacrifice and myself, and bans for, against you
0: for this city full of scum and villainy and gangsters who are trying to destroy um, my livelihood. For but it's
1: been rebranded. It's now it's now it's Freetown. So it's no longer Moss Pelgro. It's now Freetown. So I wonder what Moss Isley will be now. It'll be Moss Irie. Moss Irie. Mos villainy.
0: Moss villainy.
1: Moss villainy. Eh. Yeah.
0: Well, this is Fat Fellas, um, brought to you by Faking Star Wars Radio and FakingStarWars.net, the galaxy's finest comedy satire um, in the world, you know. Uh, And I am Storm Duper, your your very handsome and emotionally engaging co-host. And with me, as always, is T. Brontor, extremely ugly and emotionally flatlining.
1: Today uh, Well I make up for my ugliness It's all about balance with my, you know? my silvery tongue
0: Either you're a man of honor or you're a treacherous Gangster that's what this show uh, Has has to show us We're back to basics um, Moral turpitude uh, Very clear lines in the sand As it were, on Tatooine with this episode um, A couple of things though To stick around with this episode We are going to announce The winner of our Name That Rancor Contest. I know you're excited for that one, Tebe. Um I'm very
1: excited because I didn't know we had voted yet.
0: Well, yeah, it's it's been decided, and so this is going to be uh. an exciting announcement uh, at the end of this episode. Um, and you will win a twenty-five dollar credit on our t-shirt store, which I should mention also, that's bit.ly slash FSW Merch. That's bit.ly slash FSW Merch. And I wanted to mention uh, that because we actually have a sale, teeb Oddly ah. enough, I know. Um, from the 9th to the twelfth, you can get up to thirty-five percent off. Um, and this episode may be coming out uh, after that sales over. <laughs> I was gonna say from very very efficient. <laughs> <We're not> being- <laughs> from the twenty-third to the twenty-seventh of February, you also yeah. you can get up yeah. to thirty-five percent off. Yeah, there's
1: there's always a good there's always good sales out there if you time it right. But we shouldn't be telling you how to get all the great deals. You know, buy buy it, buy it. You know, at the premium cost. Support us, Lakers. <laughs> Well,
0: that does mean thirteen dollar t-shirts.
1: Which yeah, that's is pretty awesome. Uh, that's that's pretty good. You so, go to Hot Topic, you're not going to get a thirteen dollar t-shirt of any you know, and you're certainly
0: quality. not a, not going to get one of the funny ones that we've created. And these are homemade. I mean, the designs are all made by people like you and me. So, and LinkVox a million, who is our t-shirt designer, um, uh, extraordinaire. So, all the money from t-shirt sales goes to support this charity of faking star wars to keep it in business so it's a great buy if you've never bought one i strongly suggest you buy one yes so get on there and get yourself a t-shirt for yourself and for your loved one for valentine's day buy all the t-shirts it's great
1: you can also buy some for your enemies if you would like Um, you know we have a lot of hate shirts there as well we do we
0: do and not just shirts but uh cell phone cases i know you bought one for your youngling and masks to keep the COVID-19 out of your digestive system and respiratory system?
1: Yes. We don't have actual masks that fit Sarlaccs at this time. We're, we're, we're working on that.
0: Apparently, I heard um, Moth Shays, the mayor of uh, Mos Espa, um, that species of creature actually has two throats, so I think he would need to mask both throats. So if you are a two-throated uh, humanoid, you may need to buy two masks. So.
1: Ah, well, that's good to know. If yes, I ever become is. one, I'll, I'll make sure I remember that. Yes,
0: yes. So, we actually, T, before we get into the podcast today, we actually have a review to read. Uh, this review comes to us from Sidebar Cantina, mm-hmm. who writes This is the Star Wars podcast you are looking for. In order to be a Star Wars fan, you must hate Star Wars, in quotes. But what if you don't? What if you turn it into genius comedy skits like Utinder? Throw on the hundred percent boba free episode and laugh your ass off like I did, and you will do it. Sounds like he's a, or she is maybe a more recent fan of the podcast, referencing some of the more late latest episodes. But uh, thank you very much, sidebar, for your comments. I love it.
1: Yes, we uh we also love to hate and hate to love Star Wars.
0: Yes. Yep. As always, I mean. I've been doing this to Star Wars since I was two. Like when I first saw it, I was this is the same kind of thing. Like nothing's evolved in me. Like this is how I've always approached Star Wars. Uh, even when I was in diapers, um, I was making fun of it and and uh, ripping on it. So, so me, are you still in I
1: diapers? Live. I mean, technically,
0: um, only on alternate Thursdays uh, when I have my cheat day, and I have uh, pizza with burritos on it.
1: Nice. You have pizza with burritos on on the... Wait, you you have a a burrito pizza.
0: I get get a pizza with burritos
1: full of Gino's pizza rolls. Okay, can we talk about something? Does everybody in the world know about Little Caesars? Sure. Like, I I was in Prague and I saw Little Caesars, so I'm assuming people know about Little Caesars. They have this new pizza that they are claiming is a Batman pizza. Have you seen this thing? No. To me, it looks like something went horribly wrong in a factory somewhere that's making pizza, and they were trying to cover their, like, mistake. <laughs> like, this is going to cost okay. us $14 million because some idiot put the wrong widget in the wrong snaz, and now we got these pizzas that look like, uh, you know, uh, like a Picasso. It doesn't look like a pizza. It looks like a Picasso.
0: Is it the Batman calzone? Yeah.
1: Have you seen this thing?
0: No, I am pulling it up. Wow. Oh, okay. I see. So it's like a pizza... On the top and bottom, attached, like, tumors is a <laughs> yes,
1: that's exactly <laughs> it. Think. doesn't look appetizing. It looks like a mistake.
0: Right. What a weird idea. And how do you cook all that at the same time? I don't. And get it all cooked equally. And you get them fast
1: that. at Little Caesars, right? You get, like, $5 pizza. Right. Usually it used to be $5, I mean, for the longest time. Now I guess the, the, the price actually went up, and there was, like, rioting in the streets in my neighborhood, so. But yeah, I I just had to throw that in there because you mentioned pizza and I just, I had to to mention that because it doesn't look anything like Batman.
0: Maybe you can get these calzone tumors on your pizza stuffed with burritos stuffed with Gino's pizza rolls Um, Ah. and you can have pizza on pizza on pizza. That would be great.
1: And get all the diarrhea and constipation <laughs> at the same time. And then you could become Tamura Morrison.
0: Yeah. There you go. There you go. Nice callback,
1: by the way. Yes. That's what I do.
0: All right, Teeb. Episode seven. Disney's Star Wars's Lucasfilms, Star Wars's Mandalorians, Luke Skywalkers, The Book of Rancor.
1: Daniel Rancor. Logan.
0: Episode seven, in the name of honor.
1: Give us your Summary, speak freely, team. Oh, God. I don't even remember what happens because the last 25 minutes of it is really all that I cared about. <laughs> Boba Fett rides a Rancor, just like I said he would. Grogu th- comes back, just like I said he would. He's wearing the armor, and they they tear up the town. Um, I, I want to say they are called um, Scorpect. Skorpec- droids, or I saw something. About that. droids. What are they Scorpinex. called? Scorpionex. Scorpionex. Okay, that's a lot easier to say than Black Chris, Kristen Kristen. So yeah, Scorpionek droids. Um, that are like basically the Deca droids, the Destroyer droids from um, uh, Phantom Menace. Uh, but are way cooler and way bigger and it, are no pushovers like literally if a
0: droidica had a big older bully brother uh this would be the biff Tannen to your uh george mcfly as yeah. it were. right for sure
1: for sure yes. and yeah no i mean that's all that happened that i really cared about everything else oh yeah and finally uh, uh boba decided to become a crime lord and actually do some crime lord ish uh speaking of that former mayor he gets uh strung up in a nice little nice little godfather like uh sequence there at the end it's very mm-hmm. nice very nice mm-hmm. i just was really upset that nobody was like on a rowboat in the middle of uh <laughs> you know, a lake somewhere, uh, talking about fish before he gets whacked.
0: There were but, so know. many uh, other properties that were referenced so heavily in this show. Like it's a it's a simulacrum of a simulacrum of a simulacrum of a, simulacrum of a show. I mean, it's everything rebooted, re recontextualized, redone. And somehow it still felt fresh to me. Like, we've never seen a scene like this in Star Wars, this final fight scene of Rancor parading through the streets of of Mos Espa. And it kind of felt to me like I was reminded of that scene in uh, The Last Jedi where Rose Tico says, I just want to put my fist through this whole beautiful, lousy town. It's like the Rancor is like, I'm going to put my fist through this lousy town. (laughs) It was just so gratifying to get to see that. So... Uh yeah, I uh, I have a lot to talk about T, but um no disintegrations. What what was your favorite part of this
1: episode? I mean that that was my favorite part. It's basically John Favreau is basically saying that Return of the Jedi was weak sauce in how they handled the Rancor. Right, as a kid he's watching it and he's like, wait. So Luke drops a door on him. That's so lame. Look at this giant monster. And he's like so cool. And there's so much more uh, potential of badassery there. And again, I think this entire series is just Jon Favreau tricking Disney into letting him play with human action figures. And that's exactly uh, what you get. And that was my favorite scene. When he rides in on that rancor, I mean, if that isn't like the greatest thing (laughs) since the 80s, I don't
0: know. If you the greatest things in sliced portion bread. If you if you <laughs> yeah. recall a few episodes back, I said I really hope that this scene looks garbage because they're gonna spend the money on something yes. that's gonna look amazing later. Uh, I think it was episode four of the Fennec Shand's yes. salvation episode. There were some scenes that were just dodgy as. But it doesn't matter now because this was Fantastic, uh, definitely the best CGI character design we've seen in the show, um, and I mean, complicated shots, right? So yeah. I can see why some of those earlier shots looked like they were uh, made in a, a basement somewhere at Faking Star Wars Studios, um, because because this looked fantastic. This was cinematic, uh, high quality Really well developed. I mean, you can tell they spent a long time making this look convincing. I never really got pulled out of it um, at all. Uh, There were. Very few moments. There was one shot where I was like, "That was weird," but it wasn't because of the effects. It was because of the performance. That guy with the monocle, the cyber monocle. Yes. Um. He does some weird spin the move, spin. laser blast thing. Yes. Know? A lot of people talking about that on Twitter. Um. That was strange, but did not ruin the scene at all for me. But, um. Wow. What a what a what a surprisingly high quality scene. Uh. Overall for this show, that's been dodgy at times
1: well no and it was funny i was thinking exactly that when i started when when i was watching i'm like this is exactly what duper was talking about like this is where they saved all their money for this this is like a 20 this is almost a half an hour from the time you see the rancor to the to the end right like wow it's 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 incredible and when you say cinematic i do hope at some point they will release this in the theater at some point the whole seven episode series right like Like, you could
0: pay you could pay like 30 dollars and get like a you know a small wash basin of popcorn and just sit there all day and watch the entire thing that'd be great
1: yeah exactly just make like a whole day out of it like just nerd out and just i mean seeing that rancor rip up uh, moss espa dude that's what movies are made for They could market this,
0: you know, with like back to tanks full of popcorn with with a big hoses of soda that they would just pipe into you. Because I know theaters are fairly empty right now because of the 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 pandemic. So they could repurpose this and just Bobify the entire theater with these specially placed popcorn back to tanks and get people to hang hang on to that. Hang on to that.
1: uh, That that talk about back to tanks. We'll we'll get we'll get over. uh, We'll get back to the back to tanks. (laughs)
2: Hello. It's late. It's Saturday night. You're probably just sitting at home watching Star Wars, aren't you? You're probably a very lonely individual. Let's cut to the chase. You're kind of pathetic, aren't you? Well, that's why you should download uTinder. Find your very own Jawa companion. Don't speak Jawaese? No matter. uTinder has an instant voice translator so you always know what these little guys are saying. Our Jawa library is packed with thousands of singles, just like you. Like Leroy. Hey,
3: Blue! that? Translating Jawa ease. I'm Leroy. That's all I need to say. As hard as it is to believe, I'm single. Need I say more? Alright, ladies, you got your free look, so call me. <laughs> I don't even know why I'm on here. Alright, that's it, I don't need to say any more. I'm gonna be screening these notifications for days. If you're looking for a furry Jawa, I'm your guy. Come and get it. Meet Albany. Translating jawa ease. Um, hi, can I just say my sister made me do this? Thanks, Jennifer. Okay, Um, my name is Albany. I'm single, non-binary, they, them, non-smoker, and one bad leg. Okay, so no fat people, no couples, no Tuscans, no quote-unquote photographers, no people living with their parents, no daddies, no water sports, rough intimacy, or vegans, no Mandalorians, well, unless they take off their helmet, and I'm absolutely no Spice Runners. I have had enough of that. That's about it. I'm looking for someone who looks at a relationship as a two-way street, if you catch my drift. (laughs) I'm just a down to -to tattoo Jawa, who loves people, I'm just looking for someone to treat me right and who knows how to get down and dirty. Rrrr. So if you like fun, swipe right.
2: Or take a look at Nestor.
3: Translating Jawa is Good evening, my lady. I am a Jawa of. The senses. I want a woman who knows the smell of scrap metal, who loves the way the night tastes on her tongue after the sun's set, a woman who knows the delectable taste of fresh raw sugar, and more than that, I crave you and the way you know how my skin feels when you run your fingers over my body, which is not furry. like other Jawas. You heard me. I'm cleanly shaved. It is more hygienic, baby. I want a woman who can tell me apart from other Jawas just by the color of
2: my eyes. So swipe bright on me, my love. I also like scavenging, long walks in the dune sea, and panther pack rides. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye. So if you're having trouble finding your ideal mate... Download you Tinder today and search the thousands of Jawas looking for someone who's just as hard up and pathetic as you are. It's probably your only hope.
0: So my favorite part uh, of this was just the, the, the grandeur of it, really. I mean, so many loose ends to tie up, obviously the, you know, the structure of the show has been fairly psychedelic and trippy, um, overall, Uh, I didn't really think they were gonna have a climax like they did Um, but structurally it worked you know, you you have some resolution finally a little bit of plot motivation for the Vespa mod teenagers, you know the Voltran, the Voltran crew Um, I didn't I think that was awful. Uh, I like the Freetown crew with a weak I can't remember that character's name actually, but he's a weak and he's been involved now for several seasons and I'm hoping he gets his own spinoff show. Uh, so plot lines of ab- uh, abounding here. So that's satisfying. And the fact the fact is we have never seen a shootout in Star Wars really on this scale. Um, I mean, almost every action sequence you see you see in Star Wars is is a ship chasing another ship, uh, or a ship trying to blow up another ship, or somebody chasing someone for a few seconds. But we've never seen like an Alamo, except for maybe the Mandalorian. We saw a brief a brief sequence of a of an Alamo type shootout.
1: Um, you know, but but uh, I thought this was unique and new and fresh, and I, I love that about it. I will have to interject though and say that Rogue One had some of the the best uh, gun battles that I've seen in star Wars. Maybe oh, up absolutely. until this point.
0: No, but, but those were different in a sense, right? It wasn't like this whole, whole up at the Alamo type of,
1: uh, ah, uh, yeah, I see what you're saying. That's sort of unique,
0: was... uh, and, and different. Uh, we haven't seen that exactly. Um, and you, you got that vibe. I, I, I always loved that, um, Davy Crockett sort of, uh, motif and, and it really works here, especially in the Western vibe. So, uh, I thought it was a great climax to the show overall, uh, and I love the fact that, that it was a unique, interesting ending, so that's cool.
1: Yeah, and the long guns, the long uh, blasters definitely harken back to that kind of frontier uh, feeling as well, like when, when she's like got that little, she's got the little pistol blaster. I'm sure all the nerds out there know exactly what all these blasters are, and so I apologize, but... The cycler, when, I think it's called, right? Yeah, when she gets the big, the long gun. Mm. Um... <laughs> Big <laughs> Which, long know, gun. It, it just just gets it. Recycler AT42
0: teeb. Gosh, we're getting hate yeah. mail as I speak. My my email box has crashed.
1: People are, are writing me already, correcting you on this. Jeez. Here's the thing. I could spend time getting all these tiny little details correct, but I don't care. Because that's not what I like about Star Wars. I'm not a Star Trek kid, right? Star Trek kids are yeah. the ones that have all the the manuals and the uh, – uh, technically speaking, the, uh, uh, the lithium crystals could only so exist in the vacuum under this certain circumstance. I don't care about that, right? <laughs> like, I don't care. Blasters are cool. Han Solo's blaster looks cool. Boba Fett's blaster looks cool. Uh, you know, I, I, I just like, oh, that looks cool. That's me. I'm, like, I'm that kind of Star Wars fan. That's cool. I don't need to know everything about it.
0: I thought it was really well done. I was I was waiting, of course, the entire episode for the Rancor writing sequence, yes. which we knew was coming. We've been predicting it. A lot of people have been predicting it. Um, and we got it in the way that we could have possibly never imagined. I did not think that the Rancor was going to have to fight these giant robot creatures with their energy fields and, and the Darksaber comes into play. I have to say, though, I was a little disappointed with how ineffective the dark saber was uh in in uh you know taking down these energy force fields from these uh scorp scorponex i i i think that a weapon of that magnitude uh loses a little bit of its uniqueness and power when it you know just some stupid droid can can keep it you know uh from 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 penetrating it uh i don't know maybe maybe this is just my incel uh you know uh coming out here in me about penetration, but I just thought that it would have been better if the the Darksaber w- was able to uh, destroy those energy shields. I guess then well, they wouldn't have need the Rancor, though.
1: Then th- That's kind of my point. One, they wouldn't need the Rancor, and then two, the Darksaber was forged 1,000 years ago, or 5,000 years BBY, right. right? I would actually have a problem if a 5,000-year-old weapon was able to penetrate something in a modern uh, uh, force field. Interesting. Um, if you think I about it, I in that context, that. in our context, it would be like uh, somebody using a lance to go through a tank
0: it just feels like to me a
1: lot of what we're seeing from these shows has been to
0: limit the power of lightsabers It you know this started in episode six of the Mandalorian when Ahsoka Tano was fighting uh, Din Djarin Mandalorian and we realized for the first time that Beskar uh, is able to repel lightsabers well that was an innovation in Star Wars I was okay with that because every every Superman needs a kryptonite and we've you know it's an interesting idea the fact that Beskar is so scarce except Explains Why that's never really come up before, but I don't know if I, if I like that, this is, seems to be a theme that, that keeps coming up. And I I think it's because what Lucasfilm is trying to do is create another cool thing, right? Like the Mandalorian idea is sort of trying to, to uh, circum, to subvert the Jedi as being the main Star Wars thing. That that's where I see Disney going with this is like, yeah, you know, Jedis are a thing. Well, we want to, we want to come up with a new thing now. The and mod gang. You want? We you know, want
1: a whole spinoff. With right. The mod gang.
0: We want Mando to be Star Wars, not kind of a second-class citizen to the Jedi, and so. I think that that, you know, um, geopolitically is, is very significant as well because it's a sort of commentary on, on society uh, and how, you know, the, uh, the cultural hegemony of the times has changed to favor more of an egalitarian approach to uh, discourse and rhetorical parity.
1: So what you're saying is you want more representation, so not just Jedi, but you want to be able to look at the screen and see yourself as either a bounty hunter, an assassin, a crime lord. I, I want my kid to be be able, be able to look at the TV and say, look, Daddy, that's, I want to be a crime lord, too. Yeah, or it could just be that it's kind of like Mandalorians are cool as fuck. They've always been, though. So, But what made them cool is they didn't take their helmets off, which is really kind of ridiculous to me, right? This whole thing about don't take your helmet off, because you know i did a little research day on sabine run because i'm a space pervert and i want to i want to look all about sabine run right because she's like my favorite but when she takes her helmet off and on it's not a big deal right it's just a helmet it's like a a warrior helmet like i put it on when i go to war i I take it off when i when i don't need it which is kind of the way boba is but then you have the mandalorian who never takes it off but i don't know there's this like balance right of where you you're still a badass when you don't have your helmet on but i to your point earlier, though, with uh, Tamura Morrison, again, every time I watch him act without the helmet on, I'm like, put the helmet on. Put the helmet back put the on. Helmet- <laughs> please put the helmet back on. Please, please, put it back on.
0: Even in this Avert episode, your
1: eyes from your face. Please, yes. In this episode, when he kills Cad Bane, spoiler alert, but when he kills Cad Bane, he's got this. It isn't like a menacing look. It looks like he, again, is constipated, and I apologize. I, I, I just don't know if that was just bad directing. Um, maybe because Alice howard wasn't directing because she would have been like stop do it again do it drink some ovaltine
0: drink some prune juice
1: yeah. yeah yeah for sure
0: well let's get into that then what's your fugazi fugazi forget about it what part of this final finale episode did you want to leave on the cutting room floor and erase from existence
1: two things Two lines. Two? two? Very specific lines. I get two. It's the last episode. Give me two, damn it. Give it to me, brother. Let me have right. these two. I need it.
0: Only because you've been so so um, mendacious in general, and I'm terrified of you.
1: I think you break out of thesaurus right before we record every time just to see which word. I know you do. Look at that look. <laughs> you found my trick.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, what are they, Teeb? All right, so the first one was... Thank you. Manners. I like that. (laughs) What is this? Are we waiting in line at Disney World? And it's like, oh, you have manners. You didn't try to steal somebody's uh, figment toy off their chest. duper. Yes. Uh, So, yeah, that was like a little like, why would Fennec Shan like take the moment out of this giant battle? Oh, look at that. You have manners.
0: Aw, you're coming along there, little girl. Yeah, and then
1: she goes and a she slaughters weird. everybody at the end of the episode, but she has manners. Anyway, yeah. um, that, yeah, that that felt funny.
0: to me like it was trying to resolve a character moment from before
1: that I didn't know existed. I just didn't even care, exactly, because you, you, you yeah. wrote out anything that happened with the mod gang because you hated them so very much. Yeah. <laughs> Right. Maybe there was a deleted scene. Two of them got I, killed, by yeah. the way, in this episode. Two of them. Thank did get God. Killed. Yeah. I was, I was like, very oh, happy. Will that. like that. I was like, oh, there goes one. <laughs> there goes another one. <laughs> yep. That was
0: great. At okay. least two. Let's say at least two. We can hold out I hope. that more were killed, at least we see. two. Maybe yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: and uh, well, they they got all those side mirrors on the anyway. So that I didn't like, and I could have done without the whole. Oh, after this, I'm gonna let you sit in my back to tank. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh i've got a great soak for you well yeah that was okay to me though because it kind of it showed that boba was concerned for kursantin's health and well-being and we knew that he was going to go on living you like don't that, say
1: that to your space marines you say it in a you say that but you don't say that right you know like yeah combatants don't say that unless they're doing okay. it in a joking way But this is this
0: is not this is not an army, Teab. I mean, this is a rabble, right? This is like they're unstructured and unorganized. They're just fighting as well as they can, and I think that you know saying that it, it, this is fantasy violence it's not real violence and that's obvious like that, i mean kursantin got the shit blasted out of him and he should have been on the ground like dead 50 times over but you know he's kursantin so he can take a few hits but we have to know that he's gonna be okay because chewbacca needs a friend later on like i know chewbacca and kursantin are gonna meet in season two of the book of boba fett they're gonna be become best buddies well, I just oh.
1: discovered this uh, YouTuber, uh, Mary Cherry, and she was she was doing a, like a live stream of it or whatever. Or, 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 uh, uh, what do you call that? React video to the, the last episode. And she pointed yep. out very clearly that they don't use blasters on black chrysanthemum. The Trandoshans all like, gang up on him. They put an axe or something into his back and they all kind of jump on top of him. But they right. don't actually use blasters, which is pretty stupid. Because if I am gonna go against a Wookiee, you bet you bet your butt I'm gonna empty every <laughs> weapon that I have at my disposal disposal before I get anywhere within arm ripping radius of that beast.
0: That was weird overall. I mean. Uh, he did get shot many times, I might say, but there was also this very odd uh, shot. I don't know if you remember this when hmm. Kersanton is being helped to the like the tank kind of thing in front of the sanctuary. So he starts being like he he starts walking, I guess to that Yeah, and his leg is all messed up. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know if you noticed it, but his right foot is like bent at like a 180 degree angle. Yeah. And he's actually walking on his leg, not his foot. (laughs) It's just like giving me flashbacks to when I broke my leg because that's basically what my leg looked like. But in this case, I was just like, like, literally, the slipper came off his foot on set. And they were just like, ah, just walk. Nobody will notice. We don't have time. We got to film a rancor. Like, that's really what happened. They're like, no, 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 We don't have time to adjust it. Like, just make it into the thing. Believe a- me, I've
1: been on set. They stop for something like that. Okay? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I don't care because, yeah, no, they're not going to, no, trust me. That was deliberate. They were trying just to show limp, how just I'm, limp, <laughs> No, they were trying to show how messed up he was and how tough he was to still be in the fight. Right? I agree. Right. Well, why anyway. did he get shot though? I don't remember him getting shot. By, oh yeah, he got shot by uh,
0: by the the, the pikes. pikes. Oh, not times. the Trandoshans, though. Is no. my point later. The once he got? They, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Because they went. The, that's what I'm saying. They. I would have used a a blaster. Yeah, yeah.
0: Mine, my fugazi here is actually. Something that didn't happen. I, I think it would have been aw- awesome if it did. Okay. Uh, so I'm kind of coming at it uh, a little differently for our final episode. But it sort of relates a little bit to something I didn't like. So that's that's okay. And I, I I don't think you're going to be able to guess what it is though. Because it's it's a wait. Really you you want me to try and thing. guess something that didn't happen? No. Was your favorite <laughs> no. part?
1: Is this like the flash dance thing all over again? No. It's like it's like torturing me
0: it's just it's something that i don't think most people even thought about in the episode well can you um, give me a
1: character and then maybe i can piece it together no because like, you'll get character? it right
0: away then i think so luke no it's not luke uh-huh. so so okay i don't know if you remember but there's a scene where uh Pelimoto gets punched in the mouth and she spits out a tooth yes and then the rest of the episode, she's like got a big gap in her mouth, which I thought was hilarious. That's great. Yeah. And then, but then I, I don't know. The line, like when she sees the, uh, the major domo, uh, "Pelly's got you covered," <laughs> was like yeah. such a cringy line to me. Um, that I, I don't know. It just it brought back everything I didn't like about that character. But then. Like, I like the fact that she was hitting on him from the word go. Like, she's an aggressive spinster. Yes. Uh, I don't know if she's a MILF, but um, she's, <laughs> she's, she's, she's funny. A mechanic um, I'd like to... Uh, maybe better. she's a sylph a spinster <laughs> I'd like to... But, but um, the fact that she was hitting on the Major Domo, I thought was good. I just thought they didn't go far enough with it. Like they should have been making out or she should have been holding his hand or something at the end. Like at least giving him like a, a warm. Imp- like she is an aggressive woman who knows what she wants. And like at the end of that, uh, you know, uh, battle, she should have been like putting the moves on something harder, you know. And I thought that was a missed opportunity for humor. And uh, it would have been hilarious. So I wish they had done something like that
1: i think the fact that they even had her hitting on him was enough personally because it definitely speaks to her character that she is a little horn dog. um you know she's going after the jawas her loins are burning burning man well yep maybe she needs some salve or something for that but no yeah she yep. i i think it was interesting they gave her little moments like that though right they they gave her a little uh, uh you know doings yeah. as they say in the acting world it's like little little things that she can do that are, are keeping her involved in the story where she doesn't really have any business being in it. i mean let's face it she's kind of an idiot <laughs> yeah, she brings she a is. baby into a gun battle that's bl- i mean there's explosions and shots going everywhere i mean unless you're a complete moron you know you don't bring a baby into that situation
0: Oh, I don't even know this. TBC on Mosespa the buildings are constructed out of this type of sand that's compressed and and insulates sound vibration very well. So that's why, like, she was like able to get very close to the battle and turn the corner and not hear anything. Or realize that you know this is a, a a huge battle with these monster tech droids and and and, and rancors and blasters. No, I so think it all makes I, sense. I think
1: she's just a horny idiot who is like a <laughs> savant with like mechanical stuff, but she and, and things with her loins and no no other no other parts of her body other than like if if it's something I can fix or build, great. Or you know do other things with, great. Other than that, she has no common sense. <laughs> Talk about the. Uh...
0: Talk about the camaraderie in this episode among among all these disparate groups. You've got Freetown, you've got Pelly, you've got Kersanton, you've got The Mando, you've got Boba, you've got Fennec, all these people working together, all of them fighting for something against these gangsters who are basically just scumbags fighting for money and for drugs. Is this a commentary on opiate addiction in, in, in America?
1: Well... Uh, I think that's interesting that you mentioned that because Fennec Shand is all for the opiate. She's like, why are we worrying about spice? I, I I make money off of spice. She's like, I made money off of spice for a long time. Why do I care now that, you know, it's because it's
3: poisoning my
1: people. You know, well, you know, that's the funny thing about Star Wars. They always tell you how bad spice is, but you never see it. Mm-hmm. Have you mm-hmm. ever seen a character in any of the properties that is, like, strung out on Spice? Rose Tico. <laughs> that would explain Clearly. why the minute she sees somebody and <laughs> she just tases the guy because she must have been having a hallucination or something. Clearly. But no, I mean, to my point, when when you read the books, you find out that Spice can be used to mani- manipulate people and that, you know, it gives you, like, trips and stuff. Like, you know, you get all trippy with it and all this other stuff.
0: But – Ayahuasca Tatooine What what you know about walks, spice in the Disney, walks.
1: Yeah, what you know about spice in the Disney universe is that people will do anything to keep it to keep it mm-hmm. moving, right? So but you never see anybody, like, really – you never see an addict.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, yeah. I mean, you never see, like, a salacious crumb-type and monkey lizard, like, doing lines <laughs> of spice off of a hut's rear end or anything like that. Uh, but that – I mean, because that's I'll, just – I'll rub your
1: back for some spice. Yeah, Chris Rock. I mean, that style. that
0: makes sense, right? That's just a little too edgy for fantasy, I think. I do think that we saw in A New Hope – Okay, coming into Mos Eisley, there were these two Jawas who were like kind of leaning up against a wall near the cantina as you uh, approach them, and I I think in my head canon those two were strung out on spice because they just had that look, you know, out in the sun, chilling like villains. Um, so I think that there's enough background of these vagrants and stuff that we've seen, so so it's not a far stretch. Like I think that you could make an argument that the Nicto, uh. Speed racer bike bike uh gang were also probably high on on spice during their um their during their uh raids sorry runs, during their during their around. frolicking at the uh at frolicking. the Tashi station
1: <laughs> yeah the nicked biking you know. bike biker gang that frolics in the fields of Tatooine yes. oh tiptoe by tiptoeing the through the tulips yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my gosh um. Biggest disappointment for me, I I think, has been that they dr- really dropped the Tuscan backstory. I mean, Bane brings it up with Boba uh as a way of provoking him emotionally. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the the, the there's new no, there's no development there at all. And and I, I warned just, you. I warned you yeah. since
1: episode three not to get too attached to the facts the fact that Tuskens would be coming. Although they did allude to it. Like maybe even being a possibility, I believe in this episode and in, in the last episode they mentioned something about. Hey, I got it. Or maybe that we were thinking it was because he's like I know people, and then I guess it was the free town people. Well, and yeah, I that think is so Boda... Funny, he's like the free town people will come and save us. He's like, what did he have that to base off of? Because didn't Cobb Vance say go away? He never said, yeah, okay. No, they let's sat do this. down
0: and he said, I'll see what I can do. I think, yeah, um, let's see and what I can yeah. do. So Mando yeah so 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 Mandalorian ends this episode basically being i mean one of the the heroes uh working with boba i mean these are these guys are kind of dyed in the wool now uh blood buddies, wouldn't you say for the rest of eternity
1: oh, I mean how many other mandalorians are there
0: right so do you think now that um grogu has returned to his daddy and he's in that little um a uh, dice capsule, uh, you know, like from the game. Sorry, like I, I just want to yes. push that. Like yes. every time I, I say this, I want to pop it and have <laughs> grogu go flying it around it. like a piece of popcorn. You know, that's um, <laughs> so beautiful. Oh but, my
1: god, I'm so glad it wasn't just me. <laughs>
0: yeah, is that is Mando is Mando on his own now? Are we gonna see Boba? I I wonder if maybe Mandalorian will convince Boba to come to the way of the Mando the way of the Mandalorian and, and he'll be involved somehow in, in Mandalorian's redemption in the, in the next season.
1: I think you're going to see some, uh, intersectionality in intersection crossing streams. I don't know. You're You're definitely going to see, like I'll be in a couple of your season. You'd be in a couple of my season. I think this is going to be a a, a running thing for sure. Hmm. I mean, however, however many seasons these, these shows go, I mean, how many action figure imagination stories can John Faber pull out of his butt that he remembers from when he was, like, 15 years old, 14 years old? It's a good point.
0: What about what some people are very upset about, which is the entrance, introduction, and then summarily dispatching with Cad Bane in just, you know, really one episode? I mean he entered in the last 2 minutes of one and and then he's just you know killed here. What what did you think?
1: I I thought it was great. I loved it because Cad Bane is one of these characters who whenever I see him I get excited, right? It's like he's just an exciting, interesting badass of a villain and I don't like like how you always say about Yoda, like I never want to know like everything about Yoda. I never, I don't want to know cat Bane's life. I don't want to know mm-hmm. everything about him. I don't want him to have so much screen time that it becomes, you know, boring. And I start focusing on little things that annoy me about him. Mm-hmm. If you've mm-hmm. never watched any of the Clone Wars or Rebels or anything like that, you have no idea who this guy is. You just think, well, this guy looks serious, right? And he is. He's a serious badass and you know, sometimes you die when you play a, the game of, uh, you know, killing people for a living. You get killed. And Good I like point. that because, you know, <laughs> if you take any of the gravitas, if you take too much gravitas away, you get fluff and then you get disnified garbage. So the fact that they killed him, I thought was great. I, I'll i be really upset if they come back and say that, you know, he, he was saved by some back to tank or whatever. no like had a little die. blinking light on
0: his chest that was very intentional uh that's what leads me to think that he's not dead because they had to animate that they had to build that prop they had to spend money on that thing to make sure that we saw a red light blinking uh when he was stabbed with uh, the, the Gaffy go. stick here and we so, go so here's the thing it's you know The the chances are very high in my mind that... So because of Cad Bane's respiratory um, uh, modification, you know, he has those two tubes that he can breathe through that Mm -hmm. prevent him from being vulnerable to force choking. My guess is that that same apparatus can help, you know oxygenate his blood in the case of a heart injury and so probably what's going to happen is a group of Jawas are going to find him uh, dead on the the ground of Mos Espa carry him to to some uh, modification tattoo parlor you know buy him a Gamorrean guard heart and 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 uh install it there and uh we're going to see him with his own miniseries possibly in in the next coming year or two.
1: Gamorrean guard heart that's great. Because we know there's at least two available right now, right? <laughs> yes, there
0: are. And in prime condition, very fresh, right? Like, they just, you know, fell off the uh, the cliffs there. How about that Thelma and Louise, right? That was fantastic. <laughs> Thelma
1: and Louise, that's their name. Yeah. We don't have to worry about name, the, name that Gamorrean guard. Thelma and no, Louise, no. it's great. Yeah. Lesbian was... Gamorrean guards. I was post, gonna tweet. I was gonna tweet a post?
0: picture of that, but uh, you know, it's like my spoiler puzzles that I do, um, for each episode. But I just, I don't know. I thought that would have been, been great
1: because but... I never in a million years would have gotten that. Even watching I... it until you actually told me that that was what that was referencing, I'd probably be like, "What? Is, what's the Thelma and <laughs> Louise thing?" But yeah, that that's perfect.
0: Yeah, there are a lot of good ones with this episode. What was I, the my... puppy? I, yeah,
1: I I was avoiding twitter like i do on the the days and i saw you post that puppy and i'm like i'm gonna kill him if there's someone with a puppy in this episode. so i posted
0: a picture of this giant dog and a tiny kitten curled up next to the ah, dog ah got which, it i know. never
1: like exactly that gave nothing away that, that, right. that, that's the way see, I'm it.
0: nice with my Comment. spoilers. I mean, you if you it. see a picture of a dog with a little kitten curled up, you're not going to think, oh my gosh, baby Yoda made the Rancor fall asleep, but now he's sleeping in the <laughs> niche of, not, you know, in, in his chin.
1: <laughs> uh, uh, uh. Okay, let me ask you about that. Was it because they bonded like pets do, or do you think it was more like Grogu was exhausted? So, like, I think was it was a little, like bit, of, of a little it, bit of both. It, you know,
0: Grogu has had a plot line of being a little bit adversarial with his natural environment. He eats, basically, a lot of bugs and creatures and stuff, and he sort of, you know, he objectifies things. But I think this was to symbolize that that Grogu has become more enlightened with other creatures. You know, he didn't try to hurt the rancor. He helped it. He helped it calm down. Uh, Grogu is now, you know, on a different level of maturity. And then he had that trust there that when he was force-exhausted, um that he was able to just curl up into a little uh a little Grogu ball and, and uh fall asleep purring as it were. Uh how unbelievable is it that the <laughs> cutest thing that we've ever seen in Star Wars <laughs> involves a Rancor? <laughs> like, it's true, that's brilliant. It, it's like, true. <laughs> I want
1: that I want like an oil painting of that, right? Like I want a giant like a- covers my entire like my entire wall of just the (laughs) record and grogu curled up next to him it is the greatest thing no you're right it was so adorable adorable. and so perfect i mean
0: of course, Grogu's going to be the one to calm down the rancor. It's David and Goliath. That was another picture I was going to post, uh, but I forgot to find one of the, you know, David and Goliath type picture mm. to spoil the, the Grogu moment. But it was great. It was awesome. I'm glad Grogu's back, I guess. I mean, it does kind of undo the entire plots of the first two seasons of The Mandalorian, um, but who cares? I well, mean,
1: he's back. I mean, it doesn't really, though, because Grogu makes that choice he chooses I agree. to go back with mandalorian it's like look I, I i i hung out with this guy and all he did is make some frogs float uh i like going with you because i get to kill people and set them on fire and go on adventures <laughs> what was he gonna do with luke he's like oh you get to be my first student he's like oh hey oh you could be my first student ever oh yeah no i'm gonna go hang out with Mandalorian. I'm gonna go hang out with Dan. kind of yeah. Ben.
0: Let me know once you've gotten a few more, uh, yeah. a few more ratings on on rate my rate my Jedi uh, Professor dot com. Yeah, you do consider you don't it. want to be like
1: his first student because you're you you're, you're his guinea pig, right? He's like, oh, that didn't that didn't work yeah. real well. Let me uh, let me try something else.
0: <laughs> you're trying to trying to pass off your your uh mentor's junk on me, like this lightsaber that it's like. Nine hundred years old. Oh, like, come talk on! About, what the heck? Are we gonna talk like, about
1: the lightsaber. Or we, we should save that for sure. Friday. I think. Let's talk about it on Friday. Oh, fair enough. Got to save yeah, some stuff yeah. for
0: Friday. Yep. All right, Teeb. Well, it's time to play our sound scavenger hunt. um And this one is a little bit of fun. You have to tell me how does this sound clip somehow connect uh to the book of Boba Fett, episode seven, in the name of honor. And here you go. Ready? Yes. La la, la 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 sing a happy song. La la, la la
3: la la smurf the whole day long. Smurf along with me, simple as can be.
0: Yes. All right, Teeb. can you find any connection between that?
1: I do believe yes. that the voice of Cad Bane is actually the voice of Papa Smurf. Really? No. <laughs> okay. Because
0: <laughs> that would have been great, because I have no idea how that connects to the Book of Boba Fett. Uh, no. Except it... for the fact that Smurfs are blue and Cad Bane yeah, is that's,
1: blue. Yeah, that so. would have been my connection, is that every time I see Cad Bane, I think of the Smurfs. I mean, let's. I, I can't. It's like with Avatar. I see a big blue person, it, I immediately have to, like, tell my brain that's not a smurf it's all good it- somebody should do a crossover with cad bane and the
0: avatars and the smurfs all playing together in one universe i think that would be great uh, no all blue creatures are belong to me <laughs> yeah so it's was that it's was sad. that it was that the answer just the smurfs yeah that's it yeah this, <laughs> it's they're blue they're blue That was the easiest one. Thank you so much. (laughs) Because people were so pissed off because they were like, "He's not blue enough."
1: Ah, yes, he was. You know, everybody on Twitter was white supremacy
0: saturating him with their Photoshop.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it was it was light supremacy, right? Instead of white supremacy, it's like blues. Like he wasn't he wasn't blue enough, so they they uh they they whitened him, they lightened him. Oh my god.
0: Yes, I I, I feel I bad mean, for that
1: guy go honestly, because okay, I know where his heart was when they made that new Ninja Turtles movie a, a few years back. Somebody mm-hmm. did fix the problem with the the oh. the image. There was uh you know uh, they they released the the teaser or trailer or images or whatever from uh, from the movie, and the the turtles look terrible. The Ninja Turtles look terrible, and some guy he just took like a little bit of Photoshop, and he just fix the nose the nose what was what was was wrong so i think that's what mm-hmm. this guy was trying to do is mm. you know it's on that same level and right. i think he was trying to be funny a little bit i don't think he really was one of these people who's like oh i'm going to fix this for you i think it was more like a joke but he got like a lot of hate <laughs> it's like calm down yeah, that's true dude it's 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 a tv series it's like my God, I don't remember ever getting this passionate about TV series when I was a kid. You know, like the Smurfs, that's kind of what I was watching at the time. You know, my friends <laughs> and I were going around going, God damn, can you believe freaking Brainy this week?
0: Brainy, what is wrong yeah. with you, boy? every time with you Grou- every time the hue on grouchy <laughs> smurf is two percent too desaturated <laughs> yeah. for me to enjoy this show yeah, it's
1: like <laughs> god dang these people need to go outside and play remember that uh, yeah. Go outside and play yeah. go stick a lizard up your nose <laughs> go find a stick have a vision quest have some fun in life jesus criminy
0: well, if you agree with me and, and, and stuff about, about, the uh, the blue being okay, you, you can show your support by getting on our t-shirt store and buying our blue boy summer t-shirt, which actually has another blue character, uh, Thrawn on the back of it. That's bit.ly slash FSW merch for our blue boy summer special shirt. And that, that kind of brings us into predictions and stuff. You know, where are we going from here? Uh, and and the only thing I can think of is with Ahsoka that we're going to see you know Thrawn, uh, coming uh, and 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 so at least we're never going to have to worry about having a blue character in the next live action Star Wars show uh, because I'm I'm convinced that Thrawn will play a pivotal role in that series as well. As long as there's a blue character, I'm happy.
1: I think we're going to get Thrawn, and I think we're going to get Sabine Wren. Very likely. Um, yes. So. Yeah.
0: Does this, show, does this show lead into that? Or is this at the same time? Or are we going to see Ahsoka before the Mandalorian? Um, I, I think it would be a pity if we saw it, a similar flashbacky type narrative. I'm hoping that it picks up when she leaves the island and we see her kind of going after uh, Grand Admiral Thrawn full stop. No clever, weird, you know, flashbacky stuff. Um, I mean, they're gonna have to probably do a flashback of Darth Vader at some point, I mm-hmm. guess. Uh, otherwise, people will boycott Disney forever. But um, otherwise, I hope it's a it's 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 something different. You know, we've seen her, you know, in the Clone Wars. We've seen her in Rebels. I guess not very interesting to me. Um, I'd like to see what happens now as she's like a rogue Jedi.
1: That's a, good, that's a good point. Rogue Jedi is uh, there's a lot of opportunities there, right? Especially like holding back. She's not going to hold back. Um, you know, she's she's not going to like pull her punches or anything like that when she confronts Thrawn as a Jedi might. So uh, she's going to have her um, I, it, the the confrontation is going to be on a level that wouldn't be with a Jedi. So I think that'll be very interesting. Right. Like remember when we first meet Ahsoka in this. In this new universe, and after the turn of the Jedi, she's murdering people in the woods. So, what does like that mean monster. for her as
0: a twe as a Jedi Twi'lek rogue who's got the gloves off? Like, what does that actually practically mean that she's going to be just like bitch slapping
1: uh, Grand Admiral Thrawn with her liku or like what? No, exactly. I I think that's exactly what you're going to see. You might actually see that happen. You might see her hold him down and just start whacking him with her head tails.
0: That needs to happen. Tailhead, tailhead.
1: Yeah, tailhead. Uh,
0: well, she's a Targruda, though. I guess she's not a Twilek. She's uh, a
1: Targruda.
0: But they they still have the 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 tentacles, the crest, the te- the crest toothpaste. We need tentacles. to have like a
1: Venn diagram done by one of our uh, valued listeners of the differences between okay. Twileks and uh, Torgudas. All right, Teeb. Well, as promised
0: uh, on this episode, before we get out of here, it's time to announce the winner. ...of our Name That Rancor contest. And, uh, you know, this is all your idea, so I'd like to give you the honor of announcing the very good winner. But first, let's read some of the wonderful, hilarious entries to this contest that we've gotten over the last few weeks. Um, from old Thinkertube, niño, niño. What is niño? in español. Is that? Niño significa que es una persona joven.
1: It's a child, a male child, niño. It'd be so, niña if it was a girl, right? Correct. Very good. Very good.
0: Uh, empty was submitted for us by Crazy Uncle Luke. Empty. I think that's
1: referencing um, uh, the first episode. Fenix yeah, Shand, that was funny when she said
0: it's empty. That was a,
1: that was my favorite entry at the time. I will say, but mm-hmm. go on. One of our favorite people, who's also a Patreon supporter, I think, or has been in
0: the past, 97Bravo, has a couple submissions. Uh, we'll, we'll say uh, we'll take the best one, but one is Slave 2, and the other is Boba Fett's Rancor. Yes. A little bit on the nose there. Yes. but Seth Fisher, um, who's, a, who's a friend of the podcast, he's been on before as a guest as well, uh, he posted Rose! <laughs> Uh, i think he knows just how much i love rose tico as a character so he's you know um galactic brink uh posted snots 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 what do you think of that one
1: snots is good
0: sidebar cantina referenced cam as a possible name for
1: now i didn't know was that a dig at our cam
0: I believe it is a reference. I think Sidebar Cantina is somehow in cahoots with Cam Ray of Cam Ray Semi Productions, ah, who's okay. done some Cam. work with too. So.
1: Um, what else you got?
0: Vader on Twitter posted Jaws. Ooh, Jaws! So. Nice. Uh, R.C. Dune Two. Rona, just okay. Yeah, Rona. Uh, T. Brontor, who uh, is this Porky? A uh, foul-smelling idiot um, posted
1: Rourke. That was actually uh, uh youngling who came up with that. Ah, he's oh, not okay. a foul-smelling okay. idiot, and uh, I will Thank beat goodness. you in the streets if you say that again. <laughs> he must be adopted then. Uh, nice. <laughs>
0: so, uh, all right. Um, Chris Ryan's uh, uh, suggested the name of Django. For a little, a little rancor.
1: Yeah, Django's good. That's like naming it after his dad. I like that.
0: This is one of our longest entries. Usul Ozel suggests Nummy Muffin Cocoa Butter. Yummy Muffin Cocoa Butter. It sounds delicious, at least. Yeah. What was he thinking? And day? Rob Nichols um, tweeted How about the name of Fav Joe Nro? Fav Joan Rowe. Ah, I get it. Uh, I get it now.
1: Fav Joan ah, Rowe, yes. like so. John Favreau. Ah.
0: Uh-huh. If you follow Rob Nichols on Twitter, you'll see that he likes uh, these kind of um, decimating, horrible uh, audio puns in general. His sense of humor is wrapped up in that sort of um, dad joke type of thing, so. Ah, does he like Wordles thank you for that, well? like Rob Nichols. Games? I don't know. Yeah, I, I. Uh, you'd have to ask him, mm. so. But rob nichols and um someone's wife uh suggested walter jr so
1: ah like disney ah like walt disney i got i'm it, assuming yeah walter walter
0: jr Makes yes sense. um so uh what is the winner who is the winner which is the winner wherefore is the winner Teeb, of those great suggestions to our hashtag name that rink or contests announce the winner everyone's
1: waiting with baited breath you team. want me to announce the winner absolutely all right well i think i have to go ahead and give the win to i i gotta give it to um i i gotta give it to vader jaws all right jaws I just like so, jaws, jaws. Yeah. vader Congratulations, you've won a
0: uh, coupon, a discount card, a gift card for our t-shirt store at uh, bit.ly slash fswmerch. And uh, we'll have to get, get uh, connected to him over the, the Twitter networks to get him his credits. But uh, thank you very much, for everybody, for participating. And uh, maybe Disney will take us up on that and and we'll have Vader the Rancor Jaws. Uh, in the next season of The Book of Boba Fett. Jaws, sorry, Jaws the Rancor. So. All right. Very good. Well, Teeb, um, we want to make sure that our fans know about, uh, you know, the regular podcast that we do, Faking Star Wars Radio, which will be returning to our normal format uh, momentarily. I, I don't know exactly what day that's going to be, but but hopefully in the next week or two. Um, so if you have ideas for topics or anything before we get into some live action Obi-Wan mm. uh, stuff on May 25th, we would, we would love – uh, to discuss things. I mean, uh there's so much going on right now in Star Wars. We are just overflowing with ideas for episodes. Um it's going to be fantastic. I'm so it's going to be great. It's going to be great, team. It's going to be
1: great. What about it's gonna the be, it's gonna be What like about poetry. the Rangers show? Are they still doing that? The movie? No, the Rangers or the was it called The Rangers of the New yeah, Republic that. with
0: uh, No, I think when um uh what's her face? Uh Gina Carano got got me tooed um that basically they they got rid of that whole, show, whole show because I think she was going to star in it wow. yeah I mean it was going to be her show and so they probably uh, you know modded as it were some of that material for Boba Fett and for the Mando season 3 and for other stuff you know they probably hodgepodged it together like a Frankenstein monster which is essentially what this show was I think we're going to see more of that ba- basically anything they've developed they can't not use it they have to find a way to make good on that investment so they're probably going to you know somehow chunnel that into uh the uh, next few shows that are coming out which shouldn't be too bad well they're
1: definitely making money uh they they just announced their first quarter and they're blowing it up so are they
0: well that's good yeah i mean that's what i was concerned about was that disney's i want to make
1: sure they make all the money get all the credits first you get the credits then you get the women's so what's your bounty on this whole show Let's
0: go back and look at the whole thing. Uh what would you give it out of out of 10 stars, Teeb? The Book of Boba Fett.
1: It gets 8 stars from me. It loses those 2 stars again because of the colorful Vespa mod gang. I don't they they the existence of them is not what bothers me. What bothers me is how out of place they are. And even in this episode where you see them driving around, you're just like, no, no. And I'm like, I know Duper right now is watching this going, getting, dropping all the F-bombs. <laughs> and then she's got all those side mirrors. And I never really noticed all those side mirrors before. But, you know, I was like, we're all the- Hideous. What's that? Hideous. Hideous. Yeah. That's like, you talk about their budget. That's where most of their money went, obviously, was was putting on those extra side mirrors. I don't know. I, I just love Star Wars, man. I love Star Wars. I love the me fact too. that they didn't. I mean, Boba Fett, he's always been dead to me after Return of the Jedi, right? But now they've bring they've they've uh, they, they brought him back in a way that they made it as believable as possible. They made him an interesting character. Uh, they didn't really. They were smart enough not to try to have him carry the whole show because he couldn't. Um, they give him interesting characters around him that made the show better. Um, but you know i'm just I'm just excited about all the the, the things that are happening. I, I know a lot of people are upset because Disney bought Star Wars and all this other stuff, but we wouldn't have any of this, which you know that's fine if 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 you this are if you are against it, don't worry about it live in your you know little universe where everything is just the the original trilogy and and that's fine i'm subtracting one point for the vespas
0: Mm -hmm. so that's nine out of Mm ten i'm subtracting one point uh for the weird structure of episode five and six just kind of being this bizarre satellite in the show that doesn't make any sense at all so that would be eight out of ten and then I'm subtracting one point for lack of Tuscan continuity. Uh, Tuscan continuity would have brought this up to an eight for me. It's a seven, which is good. Um, a lot of Star Wars movies for me are below a seven, I think. Um, so yeah, I, I would watch it again. I I think, you know, Mandalorian structurally and character-wise is probably a more compelling show. There's there's it's more singular. It's more. Um, uh, you know, focused in what it's talking about, what it's doing, um, and more character-driven in that way. This this is a book. I mean, this is different. You know, disparate elements that are kind of drawn together in a plot. Um, so there, it's going to feel more chaotic and and unhued from reality sometimes because of that. But uh, but I like that part of it too. So, but I would say uh, if this is how the show would continue like in a, in a season two I would probably uh, grow tired of it I, I hope that in season two of the book of Boba Fett we see like the return of the Hutts uh, the twins they they fight um, they have arguments and it's more singularly focused on Boba Fett and, and maybe possibly the Tusken Raiders coming uh, to get some kind of redemption on Tatooine I think that, that aquifying Tatooine is a fantastic idea <laughs> that I would love to see the cisterns of Tatooine churning um, and providing water for all the Jawas and Tuscans and Banthas across the planet.
1: It so. would just turn Tatooine. Disrupting
0: the economy, you know, like 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 aquafine Tatooine, Tatooine. is basically the Illinois or California or Colorado equivalent of making weed legal, right? Because suddenly you don't have the aqua farmer, the uh, you know the vapor farmers, uh, the evaporators, the uh, moisture farmer. Economy is going to be devastated, right? So um, that would be fascinating. Like, what would those people? Do? Like, would they turn to, to violence? Would they turn to scum and villainy? Uh, you know, how would they survive? Because everyone on that planet survives off moisture. So uh, I think it could be really interesting. I think you are high on spice. On <laughs> spice. So, all right, T. Well, that's unfortunately all that we have time for. And uh, another show in the books, buddy. Yeah. The book yeah. of Boba Fett. We closed the book, brother. We closed it. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So um, tell the listeners uh, where they can uh, you know, uh, find us. Uh, you know, Teep. Uh,
1: well, they can find they us on the internet. Us. I mean, isn't that how you find everything these days?
0: Well, you can follow uh, Faking Star Wars on Twitter and Instagram at Faking Star Wars and on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Real Faking Star Wars. And if you submit a question for us on Twitter, use the hashtag FSW Radio. We'll read it on a future episode. And don't forget to check out our t shirt store, which has a sale this month at FS, uh, FSW Merch. That's bit.ly slash FSW Merch. And if you want, you can follow me on Twitter at Storm Duper or follow our uh, Vegan The Hut, who's been producing some of these fantastic radio bits you've heard the last few weeks.
1: Yeah, and you can follow me on uh, Twitter at T Brontor. That's T E E B R O N T. you can follow FSW Radio on Twitter and Instagram, too. If you like what you hear,
0: please become a Patreon supporter. We need you more than ever to keep this podcast running. Sign up to become a patron. You not only support us fakers financially to keep making the content that you love, but you'll get a great reward for just as little as a buck a month. And we'd like to extend our heartfelt thanks to our faithful Patreon supporters, Jedi padawan Stephen Howard, and Jedi Knight Taxis Carlson, and Jedi Knight Keith Harmon. Thank you for your money and your emotional support. If you haven't written us a review yet, please consider giving us a five star review on iTunes Podchaser or any Podchat or your podcast platform of choice. It really helps us when people search for Star Wars on their podcast app. And if you write a funny review,
1: we'll read it on an upcoming episode. Yeah, and one more thing before we go, uh, we did merge with our discords with the one and only, just just one of them, Cam Ray of Cam Ray Semi Productions. So head to bit. lee slash Cam Ray Discord, and you can go ahead and join in on the discussions about all things Star Wars, cat memes, and all sorts of. Things.
0: He is a funny guy. Have you have he's done these videos like with his Boba Fett rage, you know, in the car? in yes, the last few those weeks. Those are really funny. They're brilliant. They're
1: really funny because so. he. He doesn't really take any sides. He just, just delivers <laughs> right, insanity, yeah, yeah. which I love. It's just pure rage. Yeah. I love it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and as always, please stay tuned to fakingstarwars.net for a quality Star Wars comedy, parody, and satire. And thanks to you and all of our followers for listening. May the foe be with you. See you next
1: time. Yeah, go ahead. And, uh, well, by the time you hear this, it will have already happened, but. Thanks for joining us on uh, Friday for our uh, spaces, too. That was a lot of fun. can't believe people said all those crazy things and we had that insane mystery guest.
0: Oh, yeah, I know. That was amazing. Yeah, I can't believe he can. not you think
1: Disney's going to fire him?
0: Probably. Very likely. Oof. So. I love you. <laughs> Bye. Thanks for listening. Please write a review for this show on iTunes or Podchaser and be sure to visit fakingstarwars.net slash podcasts for more shows on our network.